Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. everybody and tonight feel good friday i'm telling you we need to feel good there's a lot going on in this country and we need we need something to lift us up take us a little higher now we got to do the justice work ain't no doubt about it we got to confront powers and systems where we can grow and be better and raise our humanity while we do it and that's why i came on the air tonight to make sure that we get that other part of the work done joining me tonight is the other half of this miracle, marvelous conversation. We started out with the Sergeant Major, but welcome to the program tonight, businessman, entrepreneur, minister, the one and only Antonio Smith Jr. Man, I sure appreciate you. Sound like Steve Harvey introducing me like that, man. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> How are you doing, man? How are you feeling? How's your health? How's your family? Man, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. My health is fantastic. No COVID, right? Right. The fa- fantastic family is good. Actually, I was just Instagramming Destiny. I just told him, man, I appreciate your service. And, you know, everybody is going to always I talk to us. 
Yeah, real talk, man. Real talk. Real Destiny DuBose. Real talk. I really did. Because I got 91 employees, right? And everybody is like, oh, Antonio, Antonio. But man, them 91 people make me famous, right? So I'm always real in tune with administration, yeah. producers and stuff. So I just showed her mad love, man. So that's, that's how I'm doing. I'm trying to get as much love as possible. That's good. That's good. So let, let's get into it because you have a remarkable story. Um, so, so since you're a minister, you yeah, can- Okay, that's a, I, I'm glad you went there first because I got something for you. <laughs> you, you. You can appreciate this, uh, this reference. What's up? So uh, Samuel DeWitt Proctor, Dr. Sam Proctor said that um, between your birthday and your death day is the yep. dash. And he said that some of us are born above the dash and some of us are born beneath the dash. He said he was born above it. He had an intact house, mother, father, grandmother. He was reading by the time he was four. He said, but his friends were born beneath the dash. When I look at your story, one of the things that you have in common with me is that I too was born beneath the dash. Oh, yeah, bro. Tell everybody about your journey, about how it is you've come, more importantly, from whence you have come. Amen to that. Listen, everybody, uh, I'm grateful to be here. I started off 1981, 1985, crack cocaine come through the hood. I'm from the Gehetto, where Gehetto people reside, right? With the rollers and the half open, you know, robes and stuff. You understand. And to be honest with you, crack cocaine was more abundant than bottled water. Mm. So my parents became addicted to drugs. They couldn't legally keep me, couldn't morally keep me. So now I'm homeless. And at six, all the way to 14, I'm homeless, living in a dumpster, not too far away from, actually like 45th and H, Galveston, Texas, shout out, 77550. And man, one day I'm looking up at the sky oh. and I see a star and it dawns on me. I'm about seven. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not a blinker star, that's a plane, hold right? That's a plane. Oh no, you can't rush And that. this plane. Antonio! It's like, yo, oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting off, man. I'm seven. I'm sorry about that. I'm seven, seven, eight years old, man. This is amazing. Antonio. I'm, I'm, there we go. There you go. I got it. I got it. I got it. My bad. My whole Hold internet. Hold on a second. Listen, 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 listen. You got to listen. listen on my show. So you from six to what age are you homeless? Six to 14. And sorry, we had a power surge. So my, my sound went out real quick. Okay. I'm sorry about You're that. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. Six to 14, man, I'm homeless. Okay, you're homeless. Yes, sir. Uh, talk to me about that. Um, who's with you? Are you by yourself? Now I'm homeless. Straight up, real deal homeless. Sleeping by in the trash can. Raped, six years old to nine. Molested, six years old to nine. I felt the fifth grade and the sixth grade. No electricity, no running water, none of that. Right? Arrested for truancy. Uh, not to be brutal against police officers, but, you know, harassed by police officers. Filled the fifth grade and the sixth grade. I graduated late. I put myself through school, and I was just one of those kids, man. Product. I aged out of CPS custody at, at 18 years old. That's my life. Wow. Yes, wow. sir. So I'm, I'm going to ask you what may seem, um, for you, an obvious question, but for the viewers, not so much. Uh, sit, sit back and look at your life yeah. um, and just look at, what you've had to go through and tell me looking back on it, how did all of that affect you? Oh, it made me terribly selfish. It first off, I didn't know nothing about God, period, point blank till I was 15. And the lady who adopted me at 14 forced me to church, right? You know, that's kind of what you do. 
And nah, man, I was selfish. I didn't become a man till I was 25. I was I was never nurtured, so I didn't I didn't respect women because I hated my mama. I didn't respect authority because I hated my dad. There's nothing about me that I would say would be anything that you would brag about, boast about, or even just care about. So I don't even blame the adults who let me be homeless because to be honest with you, I kind of created a lot of that with my behavior. Be honest with you, man. Well, you know what, Antonio, let, let, me, let me jump in and say two things. First thing is yes, that sir. I understand why you don't blame them, but I do. Fair enough. No, no, no child, six years old, should ever have to fend for him or herself. No child. Absolutely not. So, so, so I'm going to ask you a follow-up question. I want to sure, say, um, what was the, what, what was the overwhelming feeling, the most consistent feeling that you had between the ages of six and let's say 18? Being what forgotten. Being forgotten. forgotten. Being forgotten. Hmm. To this day, I'm 38 right now. That still is something I psychologically deal with, right? So now I'm a multimillionaire. I'm creating all these millionaires, but that ain't listen. That's not because I'm a nice person, right? It's because I turned my biggest fear into my biggest testimony. You know, kind of like you know Jesus in the New Testament. Right? His biggest embarrassment is his greatest triumph, right? Mm-hmm. So my biggest embarrassment was being forgotten. Now I make sure other people are not forgotten. But I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, I, my biggest thing now and then is still being forgotten. No doubt. Yeah. You know, children, children, parents who forsake their children make their love restless. Yeah. And they heap scorn upon the works of their hand. Yeah. And, and what they don't realize is that they create an unanswerable lingering question wow. in the soul of the child. I have never talked to an abandoned child who has not had the exact same feeling. At, oh, at the core of what an abandoned child goes through is that sense of, of homesickness, of, of forgottenness. Yeah. Um, it, it makes me want to ask you this, Antonio. So why aren't you dead? I'm stubborn. <laughs> I'm, stubborn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I'm stubborn, man. You know, now, of course, we know it's the grace of God, right? You know, mm-hmm. and we, we know God worked in my logic and all that stuff. I'm stubborn, man. I, I just don't understand losing. I can't relate to people who want to be second. I, I just I just can't relate to, to, to the losing pathology at all. You know what I'm saying? As I dropped out of school first and second grade, and I went back because I was hungry. Like, how you gonna how you gonna die and be hungry at the same time? Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're gonna be hungry, do something. If you're gonna die, die. But you can't have both struggles, mm. right? I'm just not the kind of guy that's gonna die from starvation. Now, we, we you know, forty thousand children die from starvation every day. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just telling you, if I'm hungry, I'm gonna figure it out. Period. And that's that's really, I'm stubborn, man. Straight up. Yeah, it's 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 amazing the things that keep us alive. <laughs> and, and, and sometimes just just the unwillingness to die. Just yeah. I'm not dying today. Today will not be the day no, that I die. That little thing sometimes is the thing that gets you from one day to the next. Isn't yes. that's that's an amazing answer. So 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 let me ask you this. Um, yeah. And this this might get you a little bit. 
because I've, I've heard your story and I get a sense of what you've gone through. Um, but who loves you? Whew. That did get God. <laughs> that did get I'm going to hit Jesus. Now. No. I, I got that. I know I know. God and Jesus did that. But who down here? Who loves you? I didn't experience what I would call love. It wouldn't even be my adoption. And no disrespect to the, the woman who adopted me. It was Michael Merritt of Gallison Ball High School. This dude was a, he was a pro-black speech and debate teacher. He's actually retiring this year. We're friends to this day. And I, I blow out my shoulder in football. And he know I got all his gifts of speaking and communication. He picks me up and says, hey, man, you know what you need to do? You need to be speech and debate. And I'm like, uh, bro, y'all nerds. I'm not rolling with y'all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, come on, everybody try to do speech and debate from the hood. Get out of here, right? But he wouldn't let me go. And, and the crazy thing is, Dr. Sean, he forced me to do speech and debate with one thing. He said, <laughs> he said, it's going to be girls. And I was like, what? It's going to be girls? <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I that. It's a crazy thing, man. It set the trajectory for the rest of my life because I went undefeated over 30 speech tournaments. Mm-hmm. Ranked number eight in the state of Texas. Went to took my took Galveston Bar mm-hmm. High School first, right, in state ever, and got accepted to every school in Texas. But that's where you found your validation. That's where that's you found, found home. You found home. Beach. You found home. But you found validation in the process of being good at something. Thanks, you found man. validation in in, in, in in a whole room saying to you, you're great at this. I, I totally get it now. Watch so yourself, gotta, Dr. Shaw. Watch I, yourself. I gotta, I gotta, you're going to change your show. You're going to change your show to a shopping fest. Watch yourself, Doc. <laughs> I got I to change gears because I, I want to get to, tell me how in the world or yeah. where I come from, how in the hell do yeah. you go from being homeless to owning a trading company? Yeah, that so that's that's kind of where people like you come in. So I go through being homeless, I put myself to school, then I go to military intelligence. And it makes sense. I scored 78 on my ASVAB. I've got this IQ of I think they said something like 123, GT score 123. And they I got no parents, no birth certificate. Well, birth, no parents with birth certificate. They make me a they make me a counterintelligence spy. And they send me off, right? So here I am now, I come and tell the spot. And now I get out the army and I don't know what to do. All I know I do is drink beer, play spades, kill people. That's all I know how to do, right? <laughs> That's it. I don't know how to do nothing else. <laughs> I don't know how to do nothing else. <laughs> and then it finally, <laughs> it finally dawned on me, I should probably do something with my life, right? I should probably do something. And the funny thing is, man, I fooled around in me, Marcus Cosby. Um, oh. <laughs> I, I, I told you I had something funny. I, I mean, Marcus Cosby, right? So now I start preaching, and I'm a huge fan of his. And then he always going to Alpha Street Baptist Church. And I kept telling my team, I know this Dr. Sean dude. I know this dude. Man, you was at Alpha Street Baptist Church preaching. Okay. Like seven, eight years ago, oh. told the whole come on, man, told the whole place up. So okay. to answer your question, it was actually preacher. One day I was researching military titles and what their responsibilities are, and I know most of you are probably thinking, why don't you just use incognito mode? Well, let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. 
It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. That's why even when I'm at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. It doesn't matter if you get your internet from Verizon, Comcast, or AT&T. ISPs in the U.S. can legally sell your information to ad companies. Well, ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through your secure servers so your ISP can't see the site you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. And most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN Express on. It runs seamlessly in the background and is so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, from your phones to your computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Wired. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com secret, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash secret. Expressvpn.com slash secret to learn more. Who set me on my path of trading because you could be anything but you gotta have your character together, man. If your character, if your blessings, if your character can't stand your blessings, you're gonna lose it, period. Mm. And yeah. I kept losing everything in life because I was selfish, right? What get what got me there wouldn't get me to the next level. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm kind of like a possum paw, man. I had to get beat in the face, not to change my cap, not to change my personality, but to change my allegiance. That's how I got here. So, so you know about my my appearance at Alpha School? I, what you want me to? Uh, what, what would you do? Uh, you say when you empty uh, a, a good email, uh, I hurt your feelings. Come on, man, don't don't fool with me. Yes, sir. When you <laughs> how about, listen, first of all, I, like that. First of all, I do not sound like that. That's yes, you did. <laughs> we're not going to talk about this on this show. Back to you. This show is about you. So talk to me about this notion that you have, and I, this really fascinated me. When I saw this, I said, I must ask you about this. Talk to me about a hundred thousand millionaires. Oh yeah. And how can I be one of them? <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. So today I created today I created my ninth millionaire today. Is there a place to sign up? What are <laughs> <I> gotta... <laughs> we exchange numbers right after this show. Right? <laughs> nah man, I created what's, my ninth what's the concept of a hundred thousand millionaires. What's that idea in your head? Well, man, to be honest with you, about two thousand and twelve. So I'm, I'm with Joe Lose. I'm doing this two-year internship with Joe Osteen. And I am fixing like all these things he wants me to fix. And I go, wow, man, if I could do this for Lakewood, I could do this for anybody. And now, I don't know, I get this crazy idea in my head, I should be a hundred billionaire. Literally, like I should be a hundred billionaire. 
And it just gets so powerful. So I start doing the math. Well, if I'm going to be a hundred billionaire, I should probably teach a hundred thousand people how to make a million dollars. That's where it comes from, man. That's where it comes from. But what do you teach them? So basically I became a millionaire in 2000, uh, a tax year of 2016. So I reverse engineered how I did it. So you got business sales, marketing is the basics of that. I basically teach profitable people, profitable people how to become more profitable. And it's just, for whatever reason, I just know the algorithm to making money. So no matter what your business is, I know how to take it to the next level. You have four figures, I can take it to five. Six figures, I can take it to seven. It doesn't matter. Oh, I'm getting your number. Talk <laughs> <laughs> after this show is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, first of all, are you are you serious? Are you I'm are you messing so. with me? That's Googleable, bro. That's Googleable, right? At this point, you can Google me. <laughs> my, my my producer told me that you have already created like eight millionaires. Today made the ninth one. Today you, you made the ninth one. a millionaire today. Today. You talking about me? That was fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. So, so, Appreciate so. You, man. I mean, I've, I've kind of asked the question already, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get you to give me a little more. Nah, go ahead, bro. What do you do? So, I. Let's say I have a super private network and I've now expanded this network even more private. So here's what I do. I've got this private network of about, I don't know, 8,000 people. And I teach them these courses and all that stuff. Outside of that, I reach about 2.4 million people a month on podcasts. Outside of that, yes, sir. Outside of that, I just, I'm currently the owner of the... I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's going to scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger. And how our mission can inspire tomorrow this is journalism that helps the world we live in this is mexit news the fastest growing network marketing company in the world and it is free to join like I, I i'm a disruptor of industry so i created a network marketing company that's completely free to join that has no auto ship and all that stuff and i'm i'm on the plan to give away if, if projected, I should hit a billion dollars by the end of 2024, 2025. And I got it set up to where by the end of 2024, 2025, I would have given away $1.35 billion, no strings attached to the middle class. So I got this whole company that's designed just to give away 50% of the revenue. And and I will give you my address when this <laughs> is over. And let's make sure... That you know where to send some of that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I, I receive all blessings. Amen. Speaking <laughs> of blessings, you're so you're a minister. You're 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 a preacher. Yeah, I'm a heathen. I'm a heathen. That's for sure. I'm most certainly. I, I I am a preacher. 
I, I'm, I'm, I, I probably cuss too much to be a pastor. I am a pastor. I do pastor a small church, but I deal with a lot of unchurched folks. I tend to speak their language. Like I'm like, you know, I, I get down with the, I'm not comfortable with 2000 believers. Like give me some crackheads, some drunks, some gay folks, some Muslims, put me under a bridge. I'm right in my right spot. Right. Put me with some bankers. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do at all. You would never go to a Kojic convocation and feel at home. I wouldn't feel at home, but I show leader a sweat because Kojic folk know how to worship. They, they <laughs> no doubt about it. Yeah. That's what's interesting about your church because your church is the church of the unchurch. Isn't that, isn't that right. what it's called? Absolutely. The church correct. of the unchurch. It's a very interesting concept. Um, talk to me about how you, where did that idea or that passion come from? Not to build a church for people who already are into church, but to build a church for people who don't know or don't like anything about church. I think, I mean, your question probably makes me say the most intelligent thing I've said all year. I think the way you grow up forces or manipulates how you view God. And mm -hmm. since I grew up homeless and since I got adopted, for me, God is this adopting father that's drafting people into his family, right? And that sticks with you, man. You know, that, that sticks with you. It's, I mean, I think God gave me my trash can so I can start the church for the unchurch. I'm done. <laughs> That's what I've been waiting for. That right there. That right there is why I've endured your craziness. <laughs> I am crazy. I am crazy. That's for that sure. That the whole computer done went out. You lost my sound for a little bit. And yeah, now I say something smart. <laughs> no, I mean, but 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 the most interesting thing that you said, even even beyond the last thing, was that how you grow up influences your view of God. The God that you create in your life or in your mind, sure. connected to the life that you had before you knew that sure. you were God conscious. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I agree a very, that. that's a very profound thought. Yeah, if you got daddy issues, then saying God the, is the father is going to make a problem for you. It's going to create cognitive dissonance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you can't if if you have mother issues and you can't say God is a nurturer or a healer because that's what moms do. You can't. You can't. But what 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 is your view of God? Because you have daddy issues and you have mama issues. Facts. So so as you view the, how do you view God? I view God as the God that wants to bring in crazy folk to him, right? Basically, however you are, you ain't <clears throat> change your, here's my basic view of God. Change your, change your, no, change your behavior last. So you, here is it, you already welcome, you already welcome. Now that you welcome, hey, believe. Now that you believe, eventually your behavior gonna change, right? The current church, we do the opposite, the exact opposite. We say, oh, Dr. Sean, you believe? Cause you can't be here. You can't get the right hand of fellowship, right? Uh, until you believe. And then we say, all right, now that you believe, now go ahead and change your behavior right now. And until I say you change your behavior, you don't belong, right? <laughs> we do the exact opposite. So be here, believe, and then change. That's. That's how I, that's how, I, that's how the Bible says it. <laughs> Maybe not the church, but that's how the Bible says it, right? No, it's, 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 it's a remarkable understanding of, of what a, what a community can be and what, and, and how we can, 
reach people or, or invite people into religious spaces without all of the negative attachments of religion. You know, one of the things that makes me, um, that makes you rather interesting to me is because, and I think you said this earlier, had you not have been born beneath the dash, one wonders if any of the people that you have reached through your ministry would have ever been connected with. That's a good question. I don't think so. I think, I think I had to become very equal in order to get their influence. That's what I think, right? Because I mean, yeah, if you want to be a bridge, okay, that was good. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, I had to become their equal in order to gain their influence. I just don't see any other way that you can do that. Even like Jesus fed folk and then said, you, you fool? Okay, listen real quick, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I got I to gotta fulfill some need. If you're going to be a bridge, you got to have footings on both sides of the ravine. You got to have footings on this side and that side. If you don't, then you can't be no bridge. You can't mm -hmm. get me over troubled waters. You're a ramp or something, but you're not a bridge if you don't have footings on both sides of the ravine. You know, you know, you're 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 very fascinating on many different levels. Oh, thank you. Um, not not the least of which is I'm wondering as you look out at your life five years from now, um, and don't give me a money answer. I don't I, I don't want you. a billion dollars or let's put all that aside. Yeah. Um. No, let me ask you a different question. Go ahead. Next question. If you could heal anything about what you've been through, what would you heal? Separation. I, at the biggest core belief I have is separation is an illusion. I don't think there's no difference between me or you or, or Ryan or Destiny or Jocelyn. I just don't. We are physical manifestations of that great source, that universe, that God. And for, if, if, if I grew up with Dr. Sean's mom, Dr. Sean, let me make it more realistic. If I grew up with my mom, no, if I was my mama and I grew up with her parents, if I was my daddy, I grew up with his parents. If I lived like them, same color, same teeth, same everything, I would have left me too. Because you can't be better than anyone. And when we think we're better than people, we're not giving them the benefit of the doubt of what is constant. If I had your life, I would have made every decision you ever made, period. Mm. I would never make a better decision ever. Mm. So if I had to heal anything, it would be that separation of my mom left me. She never came back. I hate her. Like I grew up with, trust me. I, this is, I had to evolve, ascend to this point. And my dad did this, right? No, man. I would have left me too because I would have been them. And I do not deserve the right to be better than them or you, period. This is how I feel, man. <laughs> I'm going to end with that. Because <laughs> that was good. That was good. I loved it. I love that idea. I, I, I was talking to my producer, Jocelyn, earlier. And I said to her, we were talking about something with the show, and she yep. gave some context. And I said to her, context is everything. Wow. You know, when you put, when you, I believe if you put people back in their context, they instantly become more beautiful. 
the moment wow. you put them back in their context. Listen here, Antonio. Yes, sir. Junior, don't you go nowhere because I got to give you my number. I know that's Make right. me a millionaire. Listen, everybody, <laughs> thank you for tuning in tonight. I appreciate you joining me all week and especially tonight. You are marvelous. You are wonderful. You are enough. Have an amazing rest of the night. Make sure you stay tuned. Watch the Mike and Donnie show because Mike and Donnie are also amazing. I will see you on Monday. I will see you on Monday. Let's get through this weekend. It's not going to be easy in America, but we can do it. We can get through this weekend. Be good to each other, my friends. I love you. I'm not sure if you already know this, but you're already absolutely perfect. You're already absolutely great. And you're already living in massive abundance. The most important things that you have is not what you have. It's not what you do. It's what you know. Because the people who do know what you need to know to leave the middle class, they're in the top 1% and they control 96% of the world's income. 97% of this world is trading time for money and that is not the way to become rich, it's not the way to become wealthy, and it is absolutely not the way to leave the middle class. There are 7.8 billion people in the world right now and they all wanna learn how to make money and how to leave the middle class. But the way to become a master at anything is to learn all the rules and then bend them to your favor. Right now in this world, there are 2,057 billionaires. Right now. So if you think becoming a billionaire is, a, is impossible, that's 2,057 people that have already proved that impossibility incorrect. And if you think that's crazy, there are 46.8 million millionaires in the world, worldwide right now. Now think about that. 46.8 million millionaires, and that number grows 1,730 millionaires every single day. Money is everywhere. You don't need to max out your credit cards. You don't need to borrow from granddad and grandma. Just look behind me. Look at all the wealth sitting behind me in this junkyard. It's insane how much money is everywhere, and you don't need to go out there and beg, bar, and steal to get it. You just need to know the rules of making money and how to leave the middle class. Essentially, all you need to know is the algorithm of making money, the rules of making money. All you need to know is what to do and how to do it, and you can leave the middle class. Any industry, yoga, golf, underwater basket weaving, clipping fingernails, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is know how to do it, how to get it done, and then find somebody to teach you how to do it, how to get it done, and you will be able to leave the middle class. If you're not getting my point, it's real simple. Whatever you have up here, as long as you understand the rules of leaving the middle class, as long as you understand how to get money, you can take what's up here and get wealthy for what you already have. Right now, the very thing you know up here is already being searched a thousand times a second on Google. Someone right now, actually 1,730 people right now, are gonna become a millionaire from the stuff that you have in your head. Why can't this be you? I mean, it's 1,730 people with your ideas that are no better than you, that are gonna leave the middle class, become a millionaire. Why are you not next? So how do we do this? How do we take what you know and apply it to objective money-making secrets and then allow you to leave the middle class? How do we take you from where you are and let you escape to where you wanna go? So how do we make 
all this money or take all this knowledge from the Warren Buffers, from Elon Musk? How do we take everything that everyone before you has done and how do we take all of that and then put it in your head so you can leave a legacy for your family? My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. 32 years ago, I lived in a trash can. That's right, from six to 14, I had no running water, no electricity, no anything. And somehow I'm in the top 1% today. Not because I had the right background, not because I had a silver spoon in my mouth, simply because being homeless made me learn how to make money. I retired when I was 29 years old. I'm more than likely younger than you. I'm one of the top 1% income earners in one of the richest countries in the world. What I learned how to do when I was six years old was learn how to generate enough money to eat some cookies so I wouldn't die to death from starvation. From there, I learned how to go from cookies to a meal from a meal to clothes, to clothes, to shelter, to everything else that supplied my necessary needs. When I was six, I was forced to learn how to make money, and now that's what I'm gonna do and help you do. I've seen amazing results. I have my own economy, I've homeschooled my own children, and I wrote a book that teaches you every single thing that I know about making money, every single thing that other people know about making money, and most importantly, all the stuff that we don't tell you. Because the truth is, and you know it like I know it, the most honest, the most hardworking, unselfish people on planet Earth live in the middle class. Yet, your honesty, your unselfishness, your devout religion going self is not enough to get to the top 1% and that's not fair. The second half of my life has been not about how much money I make, but how I will be remembered from all the money that I have made. And I've been trying to teach everybody how to get out the middle class. I'm the crazy guy famous on the internet for trying to create 100,000 millionaires. I've created eight so far. I got a ninth one on the way, all the way from India. That's pretty cool. And what I want to tell you is something very simple. It's been hard. It's been absolutely hard to help people leave the middle class, not because of the people, because the system would rather keep you being someone else's money instead of you having your own economy and having the money come find and flow to you. It was frustrating because I knew that anybody can make money. And if you knew what I knew, you would change your life. Over the last few years, I built a large following of over half a million people every month that pay me to actually, for me, to give them advice. Well, that's been exciting for me. And the cool thing is, I've created thousands of six-figure earners. I've created millionaires. I've created people who can live their dreams and hold on to their legacies. And now my eyes are on you to create you to what you need to be great. I have been teaching my principles and these principles to hundreds of thousands of people around the world, every country, all continents, and anyone who has taken them seriously, written them down and applied them, have a 100% success rate of leaving the middle class. I've taught these secrets to my following and my inner network, and I've watched them go from four figures to five figures, five figures to six figures, seven figures all the way to eight. Everything that I've ever learned, everything I've ever learned from millionaire mentors, billionaire mentors, and everything I learned from being homeless, and everything that got me into the top 1%, I have placed inside of a book. To date, it is the longest book that I've ever written, the most best book that I've ever written, 
and that book is called The Richest Man and the Trash Can, and I'm offering it to you today for free. This book is gonna show you how to become wealthy into the top 1% and leave the middle class. This book is gonna give you a step-by-step -step plan if you're 30 years old, all the way to 70 years old, how to get into the top 1%. If you're a teenager, how to get to the top 1%. If you're a millennial, how to get to the top 1%. It's gonna teach you how to make six figures immediately, teach you how to get to a million dollars immediately, and all that good stuff. Plus, I'm gonna give you the 36 objective laws of leaving the middle class. Plus, I'm gonna give you every last one of my secrets that have made me rich. You have to understand that leaving the middle class is the most important fight that you're gonna have in your life. And to be honest with you, it, you can kind of relate to this. It almost takes $450,000 a year just to be broke in America. And that's just in America. If you don't leave the middle class, which is actually an illusion, then you are gonna have a really hard time. Think about it for a second. Some of, most of you are gonna be watching this are gonna be baby boomers, and you've been sold a bad check. They lied to you. Your retirement was not enough for you to live comfortable, and I'm gonna give you this book for free so you can figure out how to triple your retirement and then quadruple your retirement, and then as Grant Cardone would say, 10 extra retirement so you can live the life that's worthy of you. I want you to remember that leaving the middle class is the most important battle that you could ever face in your entire life, especially for your family. So consider this video, this book, your friendly tap on the shoulder. I wanna send you a free copy of this book because I believe that abundance is your birthright. I believe that abundance is freedom. And I believe that this book is right for you. In fact, I believe in that so much that I will send you the book for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. I'll eat the cost, I'll take the loss, and all you have to do is get the book and dominate your reality right now and apply the principles so you can be the best person for your life that is yours. Fill out the form sitting right there to the right. Go ahead, dominate your reality. I can't wait to send you my book. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to have you as someone that's been on the journey with me. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plan better. You can dominate. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world not making money the pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire i came really close so the pandemic was a blessing it was hiring people and get this everybody i had 48 job positions open during the pandemic 22 dollars an hour with paid training and i could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions hear me well 48 job positions 22 dollars an hour paid training and i couldn't find someone not one person for those job positions now is it because i hire slowly true but it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. 
But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R E C R U. I T E R ziprecruiter.com slash B to B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash B to B. It's also in the show notes.